I'm gonna look for a key. In this room? Yes. Any like anything particular? Just like sitting around? Do you think it might be just just general looking is what you're doing? Like inside the instruments. Inside the instruments, interesting. Roll me investigation. Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. Elodie looks around at the instruments, trying to see if there's any sign that there might be a key in one of them. Um she doesn't seem to find a key. Uh what she does seem to find curiously is that in acoustic instruments that have like sonic holes for sound to resonate, like a violin or an acoustic guitar, she notices that there are little pieces of fluff inside of those holes. And she also identifies a handful of instruments that have a red stain on them. There are four of them. One is a violin. Two is a banjo. Three is a kick drum, just the bass drum. And the fourth is an upright string bass. Elodie does not find a key, but this is what she finds. I think we should play the four instruments. I was just that about are to stained say. red. I was we have to. Let's get the band together, guys. Alright. Which one am I playing? Gimli's I kind of feel like banjo is like your vibe. <laughs> oh well, okay. Or a kick drum. Either is good. Yeah, I think I'm leaning more towards the drum. I think the giant upright bass and the tiny Cindy would be a great contrast. I would agree. I agree. Doing it. Mm-hmm. I think Schmidt has banjo vibes. Yeah. He's a banjo picking girl. He's a banjo, yeah. I go violin. violin. Yeah. Okay, give me just everyone roll a d20 and tell me what it is. 15. <laughs> 16. Uh, where did my mouse go? Where did Ew. my mouse go? My roll, like, I have not rolled a higher than a 10. <laughs> I got a natural 2. Hell yeah. Um, I I, banjos are hard. They are, dude. They're crazy. They are, canonically, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a bright face is bigger than me. That's true. Everyone jams. I don't know how good of musicians they are, necessarily. Uh, they, they do, they, they make some sounds. As Gimli kicks the bass pedal, and as, who's playing the violin? Elodie. Elodie. And as Elodie, and I guess everyone except for Schmidt, every instrument that has some sort of porous hole in it, as they play, it starts spewing out fluff. Just fluff. Just fluffy white material that seems to be similar to like uh, down or cotton or something. Spews out the instruments they play. And it makes it harder to play. And it um, doesn't sound very good. But there's just some notes that come through. And above them, on the ceiling, they hear the sound of shuffling person footsteps that seems to be moving in rhythm with what they are playing. I don't think uh, I don't think we're alone in this uh, in this house, guys. No way! I already told you about the goblin. Um, no, 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 no. That is, that is true. I heard a woman's voice in the office. Oh, and you're telling us this now? <laughs> yeah, we're kind of like in the <laughs> next room. Yeah, it was just a voice, though. Just casually, like, just a voice that we haven't seen, yeah. Were they chill? Was it Joseph? Yeah, how chill were they? It was a female voice. Could Uh, still be Joseph. They said the same word, like, 15 times, and I can't remember what word it was. (laughs) God! Um, Is this being said out loud to your party? Yes. But also, IRL, I forget which word it was. Okay, that's fine. 
the haunting spirit continues to judge the words that exit Cindy's mouth, and she feels a, a shock through her body, and she receives two HP of damage. Guys, I'm gonna die. Cindy dies from dumb. What do you mean you're gonna die? My HP's dropping, man. Because that's something we can visu visually see. What the? What is HP? We're like, Cindy, what does HP mean? Yeah, we're literally people. What are you talking about? My head hurts. What do you mean? What's happening? Some ghost is judging me. Are these the next two things that Cindy says out loud? My head hurts. This ghost is judging me. Yeah. He takes an additional two hit points of damage. No. Say something nice about the ghost. My friend. Nothing happens. Great. Okay. This is fantastic. That said out loud? <laughs> nope. Okay. So what do we do with all this down cotton? <laughs> it's true. A bunch has been spewed out, particularly out of the base room as Gimli was kicking it. Um, there's just a whole bunch of fluff in the room, just all over the floor. It kind of blows around. The house is kind of naturally drafty. Schmidt continues to see a little pink goblin. Uh, it was dancing to the music you guys were making, and then it stopped dancing. Now it's just looking directly at Schmidt. Can I inspect the fluff? Sure. What is your, like, what are you trying to learn about it? Figure out what it is. I sure. want to sniff it. Yeah, yeah, sniff it. G give it a, give it a whiff. Give it all. <laughs> Am I enrolling in investigation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, boy. 24. 24. Jeez. Oof. Ooh. Elodie gives it a sniff and there's an element to it that is like weirdly familiar to her she is able to identify that it is it is closer related to a product of like a plant than it is like an animal it isn't distinctly or I guess a Pokemon <laughs> uh, it isn't distinctly one way or the other but it is let's say it's closer to cotton than it is to down how's that interesting and still hear the sounds of Feet shuffling. The room above this one. Anything else you want to do with the items in this room? The mirror, the safe, the instruments? I think we should inspect this mirror. Okay. Probably. What's your goal with it? What are you trying to do? Um, just look it at was, it. You said it was facing outside, right? Correct. Is, so there's a window? There is a window, yeah. Does like the reflection match what's outside? Uh, roll uh, perception. Oh, baby, that's a natural 20. Hell yeah, that's pretty dang good. The answer is no, it does not match. Um, Elodie can see outside the window, and it seems like way worse than when she came in. Uh, it looks like the route outside that they were on before, but it's like super gross, and it looks like it's starting to rain. Um, she looks at the mirror to look outside, and out in the yard, she sees three headstones outside and a shadowed figure standing in front of them and a circular figure. Shrouded in shadow at their side. Looking inside. It's fucking scary. <laughs> um, can I uh, wave through the window? You're at... waving at the window or at the mirror? At the mirror, sorry. Yeah, you can, you can do that. You, you do that. And there's no reaction from the figures outside. Can I see the names on the headstones? Uh, give me an investigation check. It's kind of tough. It'd be tough to make out. Oh, let's go. Uh, that's at 23. Elodie focuses really hard and squints at the mirror to try and see what the names are. And there are three names on the headstones. One is Desiree. The other one says Cindy. The third one says Elodie. Holy shit. 
Joseph's got like a vendetta against women. Oh my god, <laughs> tweet it out now. You know, Cancel Joseph. I'm starting to think Joseph's <laughs> Joseph is over party. Anymore. Yeah, he might not be that chill if he's a misogynist. I, mean, yeah, I didn't say you were a misogynist. I'm sending the tweet right now, dog. <laughs> I can excuse <laughs> murder, but I draw the line at misogyny. Joseph's a misogynist. That's all I tweet. <laughs> I am not going to say anything about these headstones. I okay. That to myself. Make a wisdom save. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm anxiously. Um, I rolled a five. Hell yeah, you did. After Elodie looks at the headstones and realizes what they say, she hears in her head, "Where did he go? Where did he go?" That's all she hears. What's next for the Quacko Paco? We want to go investigate the friendly footsteps upstairs. The friendly. The ver- I mean, they, they haven't been mean. The it footsteps. <laughs> they were jamming they're, out. But they're friendly. They were so. literally footsteps. They were dancing to our music. They must be friendly. Would a misogynist dance to our music? Like, come on. <laughs> Again, that's why they're, they're friendly. Um, Everyone knows misogynists don't dance. <laughs> <laughs> Does does Cindy say, do we want to investigate the friendly footsteps upstairs out loud? Yes. Okay, that's fine. She is fine for now. I thought that was a very nice thing. That's right. It was very nice. Well, what does the party want to do? (laughs) Cindy Cindy gets the impression that, like, whatever spooky spirit is haunting her is, like, anticipating the next thing that she wants to say. What? Cindy feels like that the spooky spirit that is haunting her heard Cindy say something and is anticipating whatever the next thing is that Cindy's going to say. Okay, cool. You don't have to say it anything. I'm just letting, I'm letting you know that's the vibe. They're listening to me. Correct. Cool. Where's the party going? Are they staying in here doing more research? Are they investigating upstairs? I think we're going upstairs. Yeah. Who is leading the brave Gimli? You no, know, we didn't check in with, uh, Elodie. Hey, Elodie, how you doing? Great. I don't think yep. there's anything that we have to worry about. Nothing? Right there's nothing here? Um, you didn't see anything? N- no. Nope. All good. We see Sam outside of the window, looking out the window. Do you look via mirror or through the window? Through the window. You do not. Um, the street that you came in on is barren. There is no activity whatsoever. What if we look through the mirror? Does it look for Sam? Yeah. You do not. Okay. I was bracing myself for a pull aside, not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> you see Sam and she's like dead. Yeah, that'd be so funny. Wow. <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Wow, so crazy. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, let's uh let's go upstairs, huh? Let's go upstairs, yeah. Gimli's leading, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Gimli steps up the stairs and they're very creaky old creaky uh-huh. ass wooden floorboards and as one would expect with any classic cartoon haunted mansion his foot slips through the seventh stair he needs to make a dexterity check classic seventh stair yep uh 13 13 that's good enough to save um classic. he manages to reach out his hand on a handrail and catches himself from falling through but that step is a no-go as he puts his hand <laughs> yeah. on the handrail he notices it is wet 
Ew. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about watching your step of this rails gross. <laughs> Just cool. Not cool. Besides that, if everyone's able to dodge the broken stair, everyone's able to ascend perfectly fine. Does everyone arrive at the top? Yes. Nothing to check. Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At the top, they are faced with a corridor with three doors um, to their left. There is a door. It seems like kind of like different than the doors. It seems kind of metallic and white and chrome. It's just slightly different. Um, to yeah. their right, they see a door. It's the same kind of wooden mahogany style that the rest of the mansion has. And in front of them, there is a double door uh, with no handles. And there is writing in red above the door. It says four iron souls falling in unison. Anywho, where's the party going? Uh, which door is the leftmost door? Uh, it's the white chromish one. That's the one. Okay. Good adventures go up. As they say, everyone enters, everyone enters. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. As you enter, it's very, very, very dark. Um, and the floor is chrome. And in front of you, you can see like the front of a table that is like shiny. It's like made of metal or something, but it is like impossibly, impossibly dark in here as everyone enters. Um, is everyone comfortably entered at the moment? That's a funny question to ask, but everyone's in the room, correct? Yep. Okay. Yeah. As they do so, the door slams shut and the lights turn on. They're all nice and bright. Um, this is clearly a kitchen. There's a bunch of stuff laid out on a counter in front of them on a metal table. There's a sink um, that is present. There's a bunch of cabinets. There's a refrigerator. There's a trash can. They are in a kitchen and they can hear <laughs> an egg timer start to tick. <sighs> Remembers the trick house. Just... <sighs> is it an egg timer or is it an execute timer? It's an execute timer. Thank you for the flavor. Oh, flavor in the kitchen. Very delicious. Okay. Yum, yum, yum. Um. <laughs> Yummy. Oh, no. <laughs> what um, does the <clears throat> does the egg timer have time? Like what time is left? It is ticking time? down from five minutes. It's currently around 420. Lit, lazy, lit, bro. It's like okay. Joseph would do. Am I right? <laughs> no, he's a misogynist. All right. Have you, uh, um, you guys ever heard of a band called Rise Against? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, time, the timer's in, taken, bro. In uh, in uh, in 2013, 2014, they had the single. Got a lot of radio play. It was called uh, "I Don't Want to Be Here Anymore." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling that right that's now. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the vibe. Okay, uh, t tell me about this kitchen. <laughs> um, there's a counter. There's a bunch of items strewn about it. Um, there's a couple of cooking supplies and a bunch of ingredients. And there's a piece of paper on the counter. Oh, <laughs> read the paper. Read the paper. Read the paper. The paper, the paper. is how do I put it lightly? It's covered in blood. Uh, there's not a whole oh. lot that you, you you can't make out everything perfectly, but there are words. It is clearly a recipe. <laughs> oh, where? That's Lady what the sugar. girl was saying downstairs. True. I would definitely not know anything about that though. All right, yeah, we gotta, no we gotta get, we gotta make this shit right now. I think. Uh, we have to make I'll just help you out. There's a series of items on the counter. That's uh, it's there. Uh, throw it all in the pot. No. No. How about we let the baker do the no, baker please, thing? Please, no. <laughs> it's gonna hurt me. Uh. 
let's do this. Let's make this thing. We got to get the sugar and the corn syrup and the water and the salt uh, in a pot. Uh-huh. In a large pot. In a large pot, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, putting yeah. that in the pot, putting it on the stove. Okay. Putting it um, on medium heat. The stove is medium not high. functioning. The stove does not work. Solely. Solely, uh, can you provide medium heat? Roll a d20, and you're shooting for something in the middle. An eight. An eight. That's nice. pretty good. It's not quite medium high, but it is. It might just take a little bit longer, but it's going. You're. You're. What? The. Uh, what is your objective uh, with these ingredients? High. We've got to heat it until it the, gets to 320 degrees. Okay. So we got to get the thermometer in there. Okay. You place the thermometer in there, and currently it is at 170, and it's slowly rising. Okay. I'm going to stir it. Right. As uh-huh. this is happening. That helps distribute the heat. Mm-hmm. It is closer. It's like 250. Mm. Okay. It is now at 320. What is next? Okay. We're going to transfer this into the bowl okay mm-hmm. a large heat safe bowl Elodie does that okay now we have to spin something uh-huh um cabbage yeah for sure cabbage spin okay cabbage spins it's great it does not help you make the food but uh okay. what if we put cabbage in the bowl and spin the bowl do you, you do you wish to do that Ooh, yeah, yes we will do, do that, that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Schmidt puts cabbage in the bowl. Um, it, the the sugar mixture that's in the bowl is incredibly hot, and it burns cabbage, dealing eight points of burn damage. Um, oh shit! I'm sorry. Why? Yeah. Why was that a good idea? I don't. Cabbage. Hold the bowl and spin. Well, cabbage cabbage is, can heal, right? I'm sorry. Cabbage is going to take a break right now. Give cabbage back okay. to yeah, Elodie. Cabbage is a little upset with Schmidt. I feel like. Okay, Schmidt is very sorry. Okay, we got a hot mixture of sugar in a bowl. Uh-huh. We're gonna mix, spin it with the whisk. Oh, nice! Okay. And then, as you do that, the egg timer goes off, and the lights turn off, and you hear the scream of a woman. Everyone, every person in this room must make a wisdom save. <laughs> I got a twelve. Okay. <laughs> I crit. Nice. <laughs> I did the opposite of that. Natural. Oh no! I got a natural one. <laughs> 15 okay 15 um everyone is spooked they're like oh gosh that's super scary um and it totally just shatters schmidt he is not feeling great schmidt has been um inflicted with some sort of ailment but he doesn't know not know what it is the lights turn back on and the egg timer resets itself please continue (laughs) okay all right (laughs) and then we're gonna take the whisk Mm-hmm. With the sugar mixer, yep. mixture and drizzle it, the strands of it, over the parchment paper. Okay, you do that. Um, roll me like a LED performance cooking check to see how quickly you can do it. Got you. I dropped my dice in the middle of you saying that. Oh, I'm rolling so well today, actually. I believe twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, that's excellent. Let's go, LED. Everyone sees as Elodie takes the sugar mixture on the whisk and whisks it around and flings it in the air onto the parchment paper. Um, the food coloring that's been used, it makes it a kind of a light green color, just barely. It's got mostly white. Um, and as it hits the parchment paper and cools out, it starts to like fluff up and it bundles together. Um, Elodie does this for, you know, another couple minutes or so. And at the end, she's made some spools of cotton candy and the egg timer stops. 
We made cotton candy. See, this is what I was thinking. Is I was wondering if the fluff in the room downstairs was cotton candy. So oh. that this only confirms my theory. Okay. Huh. But why did we need to make cotton candy when the instruments downstairs can just produce cotton candy? I'm going to try some of the cotton candy. Okay. Um, it's great. It feels almost replenishing, actually. It feels like maybe if you uh, experience some sort of pain, it might help you. Uh, oh. I'm going to give some I eat some of that. Okay, yeah. It's profoundly good. It's very sweet. It's homemade fresh cotton candy that Elodie rolled a 26 on, so it's it's good. Um, and whoever eats it has their HP fully restored. Schmidt sees a little pink uh. goblin trying to jump up on the table to get some cotton candy. Um, I'm not going to stop him. Okay, he can't reach. He's so not he, there. I'm going to pretend he doesn't exist. Great. He doesn't get any. You just see him jumping. Going like, meh, eh. He just can't get it. Very sad. Mm, now I kind of feel sad. Yeah, it's fine. You don't have to. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a, I'll get him a piece of cotton candy. Okay. Make you, love, not war. You you do that. Um, he's mm-hmm. very excited and very grateful, and he puts out his three fingered fist in the air towards you. High five. Yeah, fist you, bump. You this high five check. Am I rolling for a high five? Yeah, sure. I haven't rolled for one of these since I kept set two. Yeah. Of course, this is the one I fucking crit. <laughs> oh yeah, you crit it great. Um, <laughs> you high five this little guy, and he explodes with a grin into like a giant pile of uh confetti cool since i cured it can i get three coins out of it like mario party yeah absolutely awesome. um three little gold coins ding 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 fall on the ground hell yeah we're rich guys let's go <laughs> balling out they're so. actually chocolate coins <laughs> oh, shit okay moving on great it's it's moo milk chocolate oh damn <laughs> okay moving on moving on moving on yep. Yeah. Okay. There's two rooms you haven't investigated. There's the one with the ominous message above the door, and there is one uh, directly across the way where you heard the sound of footsteps. Do you want footsteps or ominous, guys? Um, let's go with footsteps first. Yeah, I was feeling footsteps. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, who's opening this door? Gimli. Gimli <laughs> leading the charge. Love it. As um, always. Gimli opens this door. Um, and is immediately barraged with a flash of light. There was a camera that was set to trigger when the door opens. Um, it seems like a cool, slightly old kind of Polaroid camera. And uh, it seems like it's captured a photo of the party, but hasn't developed yet. Yo, sick. I don't think we have any pictures together, guys. <laughs> souvenir fo- Haunted huh? house souvenir photo? I love it. You guys made it to the end. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> And after his eyes kind of return back to normal, he sees that he is in an old abandoned living room. Uh, beyond the camera, he sees that there is a fireplace and a mantle. Uh, there is kind of a sofa arrangement. There is a TV that is currently just blaring static. Uh, outside the window, he sees that it is in fact raining heavy. And there's the sound of thunderclaps outside. The TV looks like it's like tuned to like a satellite or something because it's really close to producing a picture but it's just not quite there <gasps> time to tinker if you wish uh, I thought we'd do the opposite turn the TV off uh, no, I kind of want to see what 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 to um, I've seen movies where little girls crawl out of TVs and no thank you but I'm also thinking that if it's a haunted TV it's just going to turn itself back on listen if it's if the ring we just show it to more people 
right could be a rotom tv right worst case you just it's it's a chain letter you just send it to somebody else and it's their problem uh, plus i'll just punch the person crawling out of the tv i'm good at true that. signature schmick i've seen scary movie yeah. like we just fight her that's yeah, fine i think i, I go, think the four of us would take a little girl for sure I want to go bang on the TV, just like hit it like just a dad would to try to fix it. Percussive yeah. maintenance. Yeah, percussive maintenance, <laughs> would, right? Yeah, roll roll a d twenty, not strength, just a just a d twenty. Uh, a ten. Ten. That's pretty good for this situation where you don't necessarily want to break it necessarily. I don't know. I don't know what game is going yeah. for, but that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, he hits it a little bit, and the image starts to become clearer. Um, it shows uh, a movie that is of a genre that was popular in Unova about 30 or 40 years ago. It, you can't make it out super clear, but you can tell like the deserty kind of background and it really sets the scene here. There's two male figures um, wearing cowboy hats and they have lassos and one trainer has like a funny looking yellow lizard standing next to him. The other one has like a tiny little round monkey red creature. Um, and they're clearly speaking, but it just kind of sounds like... And it's like looping. There's one scene and it's just looping. Hmm. This is like the antenna or something. That's <laughs> is it. There's an antenna on. It's like an old tube TV. Something. Something's like? hurting the reception somehow. Mm-hmm. Can I look behind and look at the cables? Sure. See if something is awry. Yeah. You can tell that uh, the cables aren't managed particularly well. A lot of them stretch much longer than they need to be, and they're just kind of coiled up back there. And there is like a little antenna that's sticking up through the back of the TV. Okay. I wiggle the antenna. Wiggle the antenna. It seems to improve the picture a little bit. You start to get clearer colors, but the audio still not great. Uh, wiggle it some more. Okay. It seems like the wiggling has no particular effect. I've wiggled it all I can, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you wiggled it, I'll hit it again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, roll me roll me the hit seven seven that's pretty good i think cumulatively that gives you 17 right so that's pretty solid without breaking it sure gimli taps it a little bit more gently this time and it falls off the wall it falls onto the ground in front of the fireplace but it is still functioning because the cables are so ridiculously long um the color becomes perfectly clear it is one of those unovan western films two cowboys facing each other and one of them looks very morose and upset and the other one seems to be consoling the other one the one who is speaking on the left, he says, let me tell you, it's the strangest thing. Suddenly, as that strange cowboy got here, he vanished, just disappeared. Let me tell you, it's the strangest thing. Suddenly, as that strange cowboy got here, he vanished, just disappeared. And it just loops over and over. Well, that's kind of annoying. <laughs> what, what it means. Yeah, what's the rest of the movie? Yeah, I can't. I kind of want to see this. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Is there anything else around the room? It's a it's a living room. There is a cabinet in there uh-huh. that is uh full of fancy cook or like flatware, like like a china cabinet basically. Um it looks real. Oh. It looks real dusty in there. There's a there's a small table. It looks like maybe whoever was living here hadn't quite figured out where they'd put their dining room, but it was in here for now cuz you know the TV's in here and it's near the kitchen. It just kind of made sense. Um there's two chairs at it. There's a window that faces outside. Anything else anyone wants to check out in here? Nah. <laughs> um, are we taking the photo? Are we looking at the photo? Are we doing anything with the photo? Yeah, is the photo developed? The photo is yeah, developed. Do you, you, you take a look at it? Yeah. It, it's a great kind of jump scare photo of Gimli and Schmidt. Oh. 
Uh, yep. Memories. Cindy and Elodie <laughs> were in camera shot, but they're not in the picture. <laughs> Classic Joseph ah, misogyny moment. Joseph misogyny, misogyny. again. God. Cindy's uh, Cindy's being pretty quiet. I wonder why. Uh, it seems like every says... time Cindy says something, she takes yeah. psychic damage or head hurty damage. Yeah, that's fair. I wonder what the conditions are. That's so weird. Mm. I guess you got to keep talking just to try to figure out what causes it and what doesn't. <laughs> uh, it's not necessary. But you know what is necessary? Mm-hmm. Checking out that other door. The final Hell room. Yeah. The final room. Final, final room. The final room. Great. Um, again, there's no handles on these doors. And there is a message above the doors. Mm-hmm. It's four souls falling in unison. What it says. So we all got to fall in unison? Yeah, Everybody we all fall to the floor the at once. Okay. Three, two, one. Plunk. plunk. Everyone, everyone plunks? Plunk. Yeah. Everyone plunk. A successful plunk. Um, it echoes throughout the house, and you can hear the sound of small Pokemon quadruped feet pattering on the ground. And the door creaks open very spookily. <laughs> it's like that. Um, it appears that this is the master bedroom. There are a number of things to see in here. There's a grand bed. It has one of those like uh, frames that's like over the top. It has like covering like something you'd see a princess in kind of, you know, but it's very mm-hmm. formal. Very, very nice. It looks it seems very, very quaint. The sheets mm-hmm. are done. They're tucked in quite well. And there is a circular indentation right in the middle. There's a little yeah. bit of hair on it. There is a box in the corner that has some language on it. The describing a product of some sort. And towards the closet, there's a stand that has a white dress on it. There, right by the, what, eastern? Eastern-facing window, there is an easel. And there's a paint set. And there's a, uh, there's a sketchbook on the paint set. There is lots and lots of fluff. There's little bits mm. of fluff all over the ground. All over the place. And on the bed, next to the circular indi- indentation... There's like a little music composition notebook. What does the party do? I guess Cindy's been uh, into books. So let's look at this notebook. Is the, the goblin friend still following us? Have um, we seen him? You haven't seen him since you gave him that epic high five. Okay. Can I, <laughs> can I hear Kitty Kitty the goblin? Sure. Is that what you say? You hear Kitty Kitty? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little explosion of pink confetti, and there's like a little like cartoony fanfare that goes, and the little pink goblin shows up in front of the bed. Again, no one else sees this. Yeah, look at all this cotton candy, bro. You could eat this. Uh, Is that a suggestion? Yeah. Uh, He looks at it, and he puts it in his mouth, and he smiles, and then he goes, and he spits it out, and he shakes his head. Hmm. Oh. Sorry, buddy. Perhaps it was not confetti, as I suspect, or cotton candy. Last I heard, Cindy was trying to pick up this book, right? Yes. She opens it and she sees some text. You are welcome to read it if you like. Oh, goodness. Should I read it out loud? Sure. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Is it a song? Maybe. Sing it. I don't even know what tune. Uh, Pop Goes the Weasel. Nope. <laughs> um, it's been a year since we should have been wed. If not for my fiance by the demon misled. I'm going to interrupt you. My... Sorry. 
I'm going to interrupt you. And when you finished the word and you said misled, you had the feeling that your haunting has given you approval. You may oh, continue reading it. I'm allowed to read this, guys. Um, if not for my fancy by the demon misled, he took my love away to another place or time ever since I've been haunted or out of my mind. I've watched my sanity and condition get worse. That's why I've chosen to burden this curse. Cast a banishment on the demon I did. Into the grand mirror, his soul has been hid. Unfortunately, he will not be contained forever. Soon the magical ties will be severed. I was not powerful enough to defeat him. And if no one truly can, our future will be grim. If you're reading this and you have the might, you must go to the mirror and destroy this fright. I've sealed his soul with a musical rhyme. Four souls sequentially must say it in time. I lock the poem in my treasured safe. Find the key and you are worthy to take. The key exists inside your head. Use that key to paint in red. Desiree, my beloved, was an artist by trade. Upon her easel, you cast your fate. But be aware of what you spurn, for what has taken shall be returned. With this key, return to the mirror, and the demon who took my fiancé will appear. Defeat him and his minions, that villainous squall. Then Des and I may rest once and for all. Hmm. At the completion of reading this, the haunting does not depart from Cindy, but it like seems to suggest that the things that she's been saying recently is what it is expecting of her. So is the ghost that's haunting me Luke or Joseph? I think it's Desiree, isn't it? Well, Desiree's possessed currently. Mm. Or taken elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I asked this out loud, like, hey, ghost haunty, are you Luke or are you Joseph? It does not respond. Neat. If I had a guess, I would say that Luke is and the Joseph is the demon. demon. Hmm. Contained in the mirror. Right. That's terrifying. No, no, no. It's definitely not terrifying. and We have no reason to be afraid of the mirror at all. Mm -hmm. It's just a misogynist, so we deal with that all the time. Right. Um, so find the key in your head. Yeah, that's I'm a little I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little confused about that. One. Almost I like have it's a riddle in my head. And I have not found any keys recently in my head. Then it's also like paint it. Also like, yeah. Oh, it's a song, right? So it could paint, be the key the song is in. We have to paint. OK, I don't know if this is right. We have to paint a key with the red paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It says use that key to paint in red. Well, yeah. This is my interpretation. I say we try it. Upon her easel, you cast your fate. Uh, can I... What, what is at the easel? There is a paintbrush. There is a couple assorted paints. Um, and pinned to the top of the easel is a picture of Luke and Manectric. Uh, has there anything been done to this picture? Nope. It's not Joseph. Sorry, this isn't like what's on the easel. Like this is a photograph. It's it's the same Polaroid that you collected earlier. That same right. style of photo. And I paint a key with red paint on the easel, like on 
something on the easel, like paper or canvas or whatever. Um, there's paper on the easel. You may paint on it. However, there's no red paint. Whoa. Okay. Okay, what color <laughs> are there? Uh, who is okay with losing a little blood? No, just kidding. Um. There is blue. There is black. And there is yellow. And there was green food dye in the kitchen. The instruments in the music room were stained red. That's correct. Um, so maybe maybe there's some uh, maybe there's some red paint in there. Maybe I'm gonna use the black paint to paint a key just to see if I don't know spooky magic makes it be key. Yeah, you can do that. You want you want, you want to paint a key? Yeah. Yeah, give me a charisma roll. Oh, goodness. Gotta charm this paper. Please like me. It's an 18. Yeah, it's pretty good. You paint a pretty dang nice looking key. It's pretty cool. It's just it's just a good key. It's just a good key. <laughs> yeah, my guess is that uh, either this doesn't work for its wool or second of all, it has to be red. What does the paintbrush look like? I'm not an artist, so please don't judge me too much. But it is not particularly fine, but also not particularly coarse. It's like a density brush um it's got your classic uh mudsdale hair tip and uh it seems oh. like it's been used a little bit not a whole lot but a little bit could you the paintbrush be used to try to pick the lock like the back end of it uh there's only one way to find out i guess well i take the paintbrush okay are you leaving the room only if everybody else is coming with me yeah i think uh where was the save again it's in the other room with the spooky mirror. Yeah, downstairs, right side, music room. Music room? Yeah, I'm down to head to the music room. Okay, sure. Everyone? 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, you do that. It feels like as you leave this room that the thunderstorm outside is getting worse. Um, the wind is howling and, and the rain is pelting and it seems like every thunderclap, the whole house shakes a little bit. You make your way downstairs, you jump over the hole in the seventh step and you're back in the music room. What are you doing? Trying to pick the lock with this paintbrush. Cool, who's doing it? I guess I am, Cindy. Cool. Yeah, you uh, you put the paintbrush to the hole in the safe, and it's like you're painting a keyhole. It's great. Nothing happens. I put like the back end of it, the pointy end. Great. Yeah, you put in the wooden pointy end to the keyhole, and it's not a key. You can't pick around in there. It doesn't really fit. It's a little too wide. Hmm. How many steps are there total? Uh, twenty-two. Why do you ask? Can I? Look around for some red paint in the music room. Sure. You're, uh, uh, what's in the hole in the step? Uh, it's is a it hole? just like empty below it, or is there like a hole, like a a thing? Did no one checked. I don't know. I'm gonna go check. <laughs> okay, Elodie, give me a roll for looking around for red. Uh, Sandy, give me a roll for investigating the spooky step. What's investigation? Once again, doing incredible with the rolls. Twenty two. 22. 10. 10. Okay. Elodie looks around, sees no containers that would contain red. She sees like a beer bottle that might have been consumed by a jamming musician once ago, but no solvents, liquids, fluids that might contain red. She does notice she peers upon the four instruments that have been stained red and she takes a, takes a closer eye and acknowledges that it is likely not paint that has stained these instruments, but rather an organic fluid. Uh, Cindy mm -hmm. peeks into the hole under the stairs, and I need her to roll an intelligence check, and she wants to roll 
low. I haven't got a single like good roll. <laughs> and I got an 18. An 18? Oh gosh. Cindy hears below the stairs, and rather than a structure of a house or anything that she sees, she sees a whirling void of chaos and uh energy and there's reds and it's like a whirlpool of darkness under the stairs and there are faces that appear from the darkness and the sounds of of screaming voices of women pierce her and she is going to be having disadvantage on all wisdom intelligence and charisma checks for the rest of this encounter because she is mortified by the chaos of eldritch energy that she saw beneath the stairs guys the stairs are good zero out of ten would not recommend in other news, it felt like when Cindy left the master bedroom that the spirit that was haunting her was satisfied and left. So that's cool. <laughs> so great. Kind of fixated on this line. Four souls sequentially Ooh. must say it in time. Oh, it's the... Okay, well, no, it says poem. that, like, there's a thing in the safe. Yeah, there's a poem in the safe. I locked the poem in my treasured safe. Find the key, and you are worthy to take. Um... Is there a clock anywhere? In the house there, at all? Yeah, there's a clock in the study. So I'm thinking, clocks have faces. Could a clock be a head? Is there a key in the clock? Mm, yes. That is I... actually what a grandfather clock's uh, timer is referred to as the head. I'm going to be honest, I think that's kind of a stretch. You're welcome to check. Yeah, like what's wrong with checking? The clock in the study is not a grandfather clock. It is an analog clock. Oh, okay. Still checking. Sure. Um, you're going to leave the room and run across? Well, I'm already in the hallway looking at the stairs, so. Sure, yeah. Um, you might as well do that. You enter. What do you intend to do with this clock? It's hanging on the wall. You want to take it off and, like, investigate it? Yeah. Okay. Um, to your knowledge, no key. Okay. Neat. That's fun. Is the clock working? It is not. It is factually <laughs> stuck. What time is it stopped at? It stopped at 3.14. Hmm. That's high. The, that's high. <laughs> that's I crazy. bring the clock into the music room with everybody, just, just in case something happens. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and we clock. need a clock. Yeah, you never know. All the furniture from all the rooms and put it in the music room. <laughs> yeah? Uh, no. Um. <laughs> so, do we think there is merit to the we need to play it key in our blood theory? Because if so, I I am willing to do it. I I don't. Okay. Um, where are y'all getting paint from? It says use the key. Use that key to paint in red. red. Okay, but, but we have knife? to use the key to paint, not paint cool. the key. But that's, that's, I'm just thinking. Backwards. I'm just thinking. You're thinking backwards. But but we still need red regardless. What if because, like because... a knife will open the key thing? What it says if? You... We're painting the demon or whatever's blood. You know what I mean? Like we're, it's a sword and we're stabbing him. And that's what we're painting. And we ha that's that's us killing him. See, but here's what I'm saying is like the key exists inside your head. When you paint something, right, like it previously was in your head. And then also upon her easel, you cast your fate. Let's you know draw saying? a happy ending on the easel before we do this. Just in case. My only thought is you must go to the mirror and destroy this fright. We're not prepared for that. We don't have the poem. What if we just destroy the mirror? Probably a magic Seven mirror. years of bad luck. <laughs> Cindy and I die. I gotta give the Quacko Paco more riddles, baby. 
We <laughs> suck at him. Please don't. This is Evie's yellow collar all over again. <laughs> you guys just you guys have action items. Try them. So again, I ask, what is the part. melting point of the metal of the safe? Is Cindy trying to determine this off her own knowledge? Yep. Is. It is my rule as a DM to tell you when checking for something is impossible. Cindy cannot determine that. Mm-hmm. Great. Hey, Gimli, what kind of metal do you think the safe is made out of? You know about rocks. One that I cannot break. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to do it. I'm like going to go. The safe, right? What was your question? There's a Pokemon like haunting the safe, right? Yeah. How much yeah, damage is. does that Pokemon need to take? Uh, I don't know. Before it passes out. It seems like maybe a couple of the attacks made on the safe did not hurt the Pokemon. What was your thing, Elodie? I was just going to say, I'm going to go do it, and I'm going to go back up to the easel. Okay. And I'm going to ask Cindy if I can borrow the paintbrush. Does Cindy relinquish it? Yes. Okay. Um, going to find something sharp. Okay. To cut my hand with, and I'm going to paint a key with my blood. Great. There's like a little exacto knife kind of thing in the artist supplies. Do you damage yourself? Yes. Okay. One HP. You draw blood. What is your next step? I'm going to take the paintbrush and paint a key. Okay. You do that. Uh, Elodie uses her own blood on the easel to draw a key. And when she finishes the last little line, a key figured creature emerges from the page and it screams at her. It goes, and uh, it seems very furious and angry and it is like dripping in Elodie's blood. Uh, what? Oh, Jesus. It is alive. It exists. But what is the course of action here? First of all, I'm going to scream. Yeah, of course. And say, uh, sorry for disturbing you. I creating you. I'm so confused. <laughs> the little bloody key monster floats around the room screaming and dripping blood. <laughs> I punch it. You punch it? <laughs> Classic Schmidt kick, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we, we like ping pong it back and forth. Ping pong? Uh, each okay. of you roll me a strength. Well, give me dex for Schmidt. I think that's fair. This thing is moving Ooh. around, so it might be kind of hard to get. But uh, 16. Uh, 18. Perfect. Gimli swings his fist in the air, punches it towards Schmidt's foot. He kicks it, smashes into the ceiling, and it falls to the ground, and it poofs. And outside of it comes a small golden key. Okay, I apologize for making fun of you for the blood thing earlier. It worked. Thank you. No, that didn't make sense. Well, there's now a key. Let's go open the safe, I guess. Okay. Great. Um, There is the safe. Who is inserting the key? Does Cabbage want to be an international super spy? Oh, heck yeah. Cabbage will do that for sure. Cabbage will do it. Does she put on her sunglasses? Oh, yes. Great. Cabbage, who's already pretty close to the ground compared to everyone else, holds the key. She gets the smirk on her face and she goes to insert the key into the safe. Um, It takes her a couple seconds because she's wearing sunglasses. She can't really see where the hole is, but she inserts it. She clicks, turns it to the right, and the click kind of resonates throughout the whole house. And as she opens the safe, there's kind of a spooky exhalation. And it's like (sighs) inside the safe, there is one small notebook. Cabbage picks it up and she wants to hand it to someone. I think Cindy's been doing a good Cindy job. Cindy as so the notebook keeper. <laughs> okay. We'll take the notebook. Cindy looks at the notebook and she sees the text. Are you ready, y'all? <laughs> we do all have to read it. 
Jesus Christ. Nope. <laughs> I'm done. What? You have to read it. <laughs> Is it in West Philadelphia, born and raised? On the playgrounds where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, Max, and relaxing. Relaxing all cold and all shooting some people outside of the school. school. Are, you, are you guys ready? Are you guys ready for this? Yep. Da, 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 da. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. <laughs> Someone else can I'm read sorry. it. I'm scared, dog. What do you mean? Legitimately <laughs> freaking out. You can hand it to someone yeah, else. Schmidt's going to grab it. Schmidt's going to take it from her. It's like, I'm going to take it. Schmidt, Why are you freaking please? out? Hey, Schmidt, please read it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, okay, please, come I want to know. Come on. I'm trying to get myself together. <laughs> I'm going to take on. it from Schmidt. No, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Melody, good luck. Oh, my God. Odd oh, man out. <laughs> this is magnificent, actually. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna start doing the dance. This is great. Oh, all right. And then I take the book. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, because he's jo oh stop, because he's Joseph. <laughs> no way, dude. Oh, god. oh my fucking god. <laughs> Wait, you just retold that entire weird fucking copy pasta of the haunting? Oh my god, that's awesome! You're magnificent. You have to, you have to read it sequentially, okay? Oh yeah, we do. We just right, need to get a line. No, you have to read the whole thing one by one sequentially. Oh, so or, uh, if you guys want to do it, and you just think it's hilarious, you can do that too. Oh, absolutely. Well, it, that's kind of hard okay. to time, like when we can't. I'm I'm ready. I will start because I have the book. You guys can each have a line. Actually, that's fine. You guys can each do a line. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can read in these circumstances. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, Cotton Eye Joe, Cotton Eye Joe, Cotton Eye Joe. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. I was just it done. Been, yeah. It hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe. I'd been married a long time ago. Where did Where? you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton E. Joe? As Cindy reads the final line of the sacred poem used to seal away the demon, Cotton E. Joe, um, the whole house trembles in the thunderstorm and the mirror, the reflection begins to waver and it spins and it spirals and it turns into a brilliant purple color and out emerges a demon in a cowboy hat. His eyes are fully made of cotton. He's wearing a leather suit and chaps, and he has a lasso at his side, and he's joined by six demonic, evil cottony. You may roll initiative. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't read it. The entire thing was built up for that joke. It's so good. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it's Joe, and there's cotton everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh my fucking god! What's the initiative modifier? Is it Dex? Dex, Dex, Dex. Whoa! Elodie has a higher Dex than Gimli does. Great, Schmidt, you're up first. What will you do? Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention. As each line of the poem was read, 
Each of the bloodstained musical instruments began to play a haunting tune. Mm, I wonder what tune. Well, yeah, I wonder what that was. A fiddle, a banjo, a kick drum, and an upright bass. Are those the instruments oh, that no. play the song? Yes. Uh, oh this is amazing. I'm... <laughs> I'm still weak from the the shock of Cotney Joe. I'm um, just glad you guys thought it was horrifying at first <laughs> because Cindy couldn't say it, but it was because it was funny. That, that was such a good build up, dude. <laughs> Whatever I saw it. <laughs> oh my god! We still gotta beat him. He's scary. He's demonic. He wants to take the women oh, away. He's so scary. He wants um, to take the women away. He's uh, a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'm gonna um start on the uh spooky cotton minions great there's six of them um yep i'm gonna are they in a line are yep. they parallel to us they're in a line in front of spooky cottony joe cool cool can i uh position quacko are you know what no let's not do it i'm not, I'm not elodie i'm not fancy i'm just gonna raw air cutter one great just right where i'm standing Sure, do it. Show me the damage. Mm-hmm. 17 to hit. 17 to hit, that does in fact hit. 2d8 plus 7. Uh, 16 points of flying type damage. Nice. And that's super effective? Is it super effective? Yes. Oh, so I doubled the dice. 21 points of flying type damage. Excellent. A great hit. In fact, so good in fact, one of the cottonies simply dissolves into aether um, as it is struck with Quacko's air cutter. Very impressive. Uh, Cindy's up next. How far away are we from them? 15 feet. So my cone of flamethrower would be about 15 feet in diameter as well, because distance in the... Mm, It expands by five feet each distance, so... Yeah, that would be 30 feet, hon, if you did it that way. Yeah. Um, You can hit... You could hit three of them. Great. We're doing that. Okay. They need a DC 15 deck save. Cottony 1 succeeds. Cottony 2 fails. Cottony 3 fails. Did any of them fail by 5 or more? The second one did. Uh, it's burned. Oh, no! Okay. Uh, super effective fire-type damage. 30. 30! So the ones that fail take all of it, right. and then the one that didn't takes half of that. Great. Cottony's... <laughs> If we're going from left to right in my brain, five and six dissolve into aether. They just disappear. The the third one manages to hang on with a little bit of energy and it glares at Soli menacingly. Very good. Elodie, what are you doing? I am going to have Cabbage go for a mystical fire onto the cottony. Great. Which one? There is two remaining. There were six and we got rid of three. three. Yeah, there's three remaining. I lied. There's three. Two have taken no damage and one has taken a lot. I will do on one of the undamaged ones. Excellent. Roll to hit. Fabulous. 19. 19. That certainly hits. Roll your damage. 35 damage. Great. 35 damage cleanly KOs that cottony as Cabbage shoots out a beam of mystical fairy fire, smacks into that cottony, and they dissolve into nothingness. Two Cottonies remain in front of Cottony Joe. Gimli. Alright. I'm throwing a mud slap at Cottony Joe. It's right at him. 
I'm gonna write it right at him with Trevor. Let's see it. So roll the hit. Does a twenty-three hit? Sure does. He takes eleven damage, and he has minus one on all of his attack rolls. Okay, excellent. Love it. Yeah, Trevor shoots out a torn of mud right at Cottony Joe's face. His soulless, cotton-eyed face, and it covers up his cotton eyes, and it makes it difficult for him to use his uh, ability to... uh, (laughs) I can't say see, because he doesn't have eyes. It it disorients the demon. Excellently done. It is Cottony Joe's turn. His one remaining Cottony. Uh, Joe outstretches a hand, and Cottony charges towards the upright base. And it smacks its face right into it. And two of the strings come undone. The bass is no longer making music. Cottony Joe stands up more powerfully, more defiantly. And he laughs. <laughs> and he seems like he is preparing to make some sort of demonic strike. It's Schmidt's turn. Of course it's Schmidt's turn. Cottony Joe himself isn't holding anything, correct? Correct. Yeah, I'm going to uh, go for a fun little poison jab Ooh. into Cottony Joe. Right into the guy himself. Right into the guy. Let's do it. Let's see it. I did not get the poison roll, which is really what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, but it's still a, a dirty 21 to hit. Okay. Yeah, that will connect. Real, you can roll your damage. Is it super effective? On Cottony Joe? No. We're, okay. we're not uh, treating Cottony Joe like a Pokemon. Okay. Um, so that is 19 points of poison type damage. A pretty significant hit as Quacko prepares his leak and stabs into Cottony Joe. I'm guessing that's the sound that Quacko makes as uh, he is imbued with poison, not creating a poisonous effect, but dealing a chunky amount of damage. Very nice. Cindy. Can I take an action and have Sully take an action? That's what we yes, to yes, yes. You okay? All right. So Cindy is gonna try and mimic the upright bases noise that it was making before it stopped. Uh huh. Like as to a try vocalist? to like replace yes to try to replace the sound of it to like keep the music going because it yeah. seems like as the instruments were breaking, he's getting more powerful. So Cindy's trying to like not let that happen. Okay. Can we get a little sample of some upright bass vocalization? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I think it's about right. That's pretty good. Yeah, as Sydney begins to do this, uh, does she do it like confidently or like reservedly? As confidently as she can, given the circumstances. Yeah, she does this, and uh, a look of of despair appears on Cotney Joe's demonic, soulless face. As uh, maybe Cindy has cracked the code of some sort. I don't know. And what is Sully doing? Uh, Sully's going to go for an overheat. Oh, and damn. try to hit. And try to hit the mainly Cottony Joe if she hits the other. Cottony, cool, but like. Okay. Trying to hit Cottony Joe. Because like no one is flanking or like circling around Cottony Joe in my mind, I'm not going to say that this is going to have friendly fire because it's like. The radius of it, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be forward-facing. Anyways, yeah, uh, that's a save, correct? Yeah, d- uh, DC 13 deck save. Okay, the r- last remaining Cottony succeeds. The Cottony Joe fails. Wow, okay. Uh, 15 damage. Great. That's so halved. 
is going to be the damage to Cottony. Well, it's still super effective, yeah. though. So we'll just say it's 15 for both. Yeah, a pretty significant hit from... Is, is that really 15? Was your damage low? It was low. Okay, cool. I was like, that's a pretty powerful attack. Yeah. Uh, Cottony takes a pretty significant hit from the overheat, as does Cottony Joe. They're both still standing. Um, Cottony Joe is frustrated, and he is, like, holding his, his ears where... Or the holes where his ears should be. It's like, holding to his head, and he... Uh, very very upset with what is going on um it seems like when there is full music he is more susceptible to taking damage uh and cottony is still standing Elodie. um Elodie is going to start singing cottony joe again great she's singing the words yep can i at least get a spoken rendition yeah of course Hadn't been for Cottony Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cottony Joe? Great. Excellent. This is a delight to the Quacko Paco and their Pokemon. This is a horror to Cottony Joe and his last remaining Cottony. They, this, this poem has been imbued with the power of a man who lost his fiance, and it is shattering Cottony Joe's uh, demonic soul. Uh, he is he's kind of like writhing, but he is still present. Um, is Cabbage doing anything? Yes, Cabbage is going to go for a dazzling gleam on the remaining Cotney and Joe. Let's see it. Or it's a save. Charisma save, right? It's a save. Yes, Charisma. Cotney fails. Joe succeeds. Okay, I shall roll damage. Does it fail by five or more? Well, yes. you know what? Let me just roll the damage first. So that does 19 damage. Great. As far as blinding, we don't have to worry about it because cool. that was uh, devastating damage to the last remaining Cottony. With all the Cottonies defeated, it seems like uh, a, an intense dark red aura surrounds Joe and he is incredibly powered up and he is prepared to go crazy when it's his turn because Gimli's still got some stuff he can do. Uh, so yeah, mudslap real quick. 23. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, so roll damage. Okay. Uh, 12 damage and nice. minus two now on his attack rolls. And then Gimli is going to man the bass drum and start making it play louder. Nice. With, by, with himself and then also singing the rendition of the poem since that proved to be pretty effective nice love it so so uh, <laughs> here we go if it hadn't been for cotton or joe i've been married for a long time ago where did you come from where did you go where did you come from cottony joe excellent nicely done it seems like this musical power is far more devastating than the attacks from your pokemon and as you hit the kick drum it seems like it's all out of fluff and it makes a nice resonant sonorous kick drum very pleasant to hear. Very appropriate for the style of, of folk dance music hybrid from a Swedish band. Very, very good. It's Joe's turn. Joe lets out a horrifying shriek. He's like, because all of his cottonies have been defeated and they define him. What is he supposed to do without them? He runs over to the banjo that's plucking away and picks it up and runs over to Roland, the Quacko. And goes to smack it on top of Quacko. Dare her, have, Quacko. have Quacko make a dexterity save. Uh, don't you dare her, Quacko. Uh, 14. 14. 
14 is just enough to get out of the way. Thankfully, Quacko will not be taking any banjo damage. However, the floor takes full banjo damage. And the banjo, all the strings snap off and is completely destroyed. And Cottony Joe stands even more powerful. And his, and his, his grin opens up to reveal a feigned toothed smile. He uses an additional action as part of his frenzy that he has entered. And he summons a shadowy force from between his hands. And he fires it off towards Cabbage. Cabbage, uh, this is actually going to be a roll to hit. Uh, that's going to be a 28 to hit. Uh, yeah, that, that'll in fact hit. Dealing. Total. Of. 30 points. Of, we will say, yeah, ghost yeah. adjacent damage. It might be like cursed damage or something else spooky going on. Yes. And then he uh, laughs as he feels more powerful with no banjo existing. It is now Schmidt's turn. Quick, cool. Schmidt. Make the banjo noises. Make the banjo noises. The bass noises are working. I'm just going to go for some good old traditional damage. <laughs> well, like Quacko can do damage and you can do banjo noises. Mm-hmm. 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 Or you can do damage and Quacko can do banjo noises. Oh, yo, the quack banjo? <laughs> goes crazy. Yeah, he he grabs the banjo string, strapes them over his leak, <laughs> makes a banjo. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be too cool. That would be too cool. Yeah, uh, we'll do another air cutter from a safe distance at Joe. Okay, um, just to get that damage off. Uh, does a oh my god, okay, does a dirty twenty four hit? It sure does. Okay, uh, even twenty. Nice damage. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. A good, yep. sizable hit. Uh, and then Schmidt is going to join in with singing. He's not going to make the banjo noises. Mm. <gasps> He's going to sing. I don't know. I don't. Mm. Should I do this? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Schmidt's going to sing. He came to town like a midwinter storm. <gasps> he rode through the field so handsome and strong. His eyes was his tool and his smile was his gun. But all he had come for was having some fun. <gasps> The part of the song that no one knows about because they can't understand it because she has a really thick Swedish accent when she says it. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. The, the, the hidden secret verse. Nice job. Excellent. Um, this infuriates Cottony Joe. He can't believe his own ear holes. It seems like he has fallen out of his frenzy and his power is waning. Very, very good. Uh, this loops us back around to Cindy. Cindy's still doing her best. Um... Of course. Upright bass. Boom, 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 boom. Uh-huh. Um, or a four on the floor, so it'd just be like boom, 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 boom. And Soli is going to go for a flamethrower. Okay. Because this is immediately after a overheat, it has... Cottony Joe has advantage for a DC 15 deck save. Great. Cottony Joe will use that advantage to his... Yeah, he rolled a 19 first, so we'll keep that. Natural 19. The damage is half of 18. Nine. Nine points of damage on the Cottony Joe as uh, Soli lets out a little blast of flame. Very good. He is uh, he's struggling. It seems like maybe his form is becoming smaller somehow. Anything else for Cindy? No, no. She's still bopping along. Okay. Elodie, what are you going to do? Cabbage. Uh, is going to join in on the noises of the song uh-huh. and attempt to 
make little cabbage noises. Ooh, love those. <laughs> um, what um, particularly are you thinking? Have we, we haven't covered the violin yet, have we? That's correct. Cabbage will attempt to do the violin noises. Okay. Yeah. However Cabbage does that, it's probably like, something like that, right? Right, right, right. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, but exactly. It, it's fast for this. It's fiddle. Yeah. It's country fiddle. So country Cabbage fiddle. Cabbage is like, country fiddle Cabbage. Fiddling. Yeah, she, she, she do be fiddling with the, the fiddle noises. It's a disaster, right. dude. Uh, Cottony Joe cannot handle it. Um, his form is depreciating. And at this point, he is merely a head and a torso. His limbs have disappeared. And uh, the cotton coming from his eyes is spilling out all over the ground. He is groaning and moaning. It is terrible. Anything else for Elodie? Uh, with that performance, uh, that will be a little Elodie's party time transpiration for, for Gimli. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Cool. Very good. Gimli, what are you doing? I'm ready to finish this, man. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Inspired by Schmidt, I've determined that maybe there's maybe there's more words to this. Maybe there's in fact another secret verse. <gasps> no oh, shit. <laughs> A brought disaster wherever we went. The hearts of the girls was to hell broke sent. <laughs> they all ran away, so no one would know, and left only man cause a cotton archer. <laughs> Oh no! Not the secret verse. <laughs> not the other secret verse. No, it's it's exactly what Connie Joe could not handle to hear the, the the secret verse of the song that would send him back to the demon dimension forever. His his body evaporates and dissolves into a giant fluff of cotton, and you hear a groaning no, and the sound of the haunted instruments in the room slowly decrescendoing out into quietness, and you have defeated the demon. Cottony Joe. Uh, the thunderstorm outside <laughs> immediately clears, and there's a beam of sunlight that reaches through the room. Before you, in front of the mirror, facing backwards, is the silhouette of a woman, joined by a vaguely purple cat. Um, and she turns around, and she sees you all, and she smiles. And then, from above, from above the house comes down, a man, joined by a silhouette of a ghostly manectric. The couple embrace each other, and they wave at you, and they disappear into the ether. The house is pretty normal, pretty quiet. It is. Uh, it looks sunny outside, despite being in here for for hours. And the all the spooky stuff seems pretty much back to normal. What's the party gonna do? Um, GT and FO. <laughs> well, I still have the rhyming dictionary in my bag. Do you peek inside? Yes. Do you want it? I just thought it'd be funny to have. You yeah. never know when you're gonna need a. Rhyming dictionary. Yeah, let, let's have a little memento. Why not? Yeah, there's a there's a unhaunted rhyming dictionary in Cindy's bag. Great. Does it still say Joseph over Luke? It does not. <gasps> Holy shit. Okay. Um, does everyone exit the house? Does the house let us leave? You try? Yes. Yeah. You uh you pull on the door and right outside you see Sam and he says, What? done already you just went in yeah it was a pretty quick job yeah there yeah, was really, it was really not a big deal at all yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i so, don't know what was so overhyped about this place honestly yeah, no it's just bad banjo music bad i will say it did pave the way for um it inspired avici to make a yeah. wake me up which is uh, a great song yeah. for real sam says well do, can we continue on our journeys then yeah i think so 
She probably called the guard back, the lawyer back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, 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 let him know. Yeah, let him know we, we took care of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. placing the call. Hello, Clementine Sawyer. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Yeah, we investigated that thing that you asked me about. The one I called you about 30 seconds ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We figured it out. Um, so it was this, uh, 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 cotton monster named Cottony Joe. Um, like the song, you know, the song, right? He says, um, uh, of course. Yeah. Classic song. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. 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 Inspired Avicii to make wake me up and great song. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, it was him. It was, uh, it was him as a demon. And then, um, we, we, we solved the demon. So everyone has been put to rest. But the, the, that character is just folklore. Cottony Joe was never real. Oh, oh no, no, sir! I'm the bad. Nah, he's real. <laughs> Not that <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, Clementine Sawyer says, "Incredible! I never thought that we would end up having uh, d- to pin a double homicide on on a mythical entity." Well, well, thank you for your information. We'll get Marvel PD to follow up soon. Uh, glad you figured it out so quickly. I guess uh, appreciate you, Schmidt, my boy. Yep. Yeah, be careful not to resummon him or something. That'll be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Just don't break the mirror, because I think he's still in there. Clementine says, all right, gotcha. Quacko Paco, thank you for your bravery. If I need anything else, I'll uh, let you know again. Cool. Quacko Paco out. Great. You reconvene with Sam, who's just kind of like, I don't think that these guys ever actually did anything. And if (laughs) you have nothing else to say, that is where we will call it. Uh, And then the Hydreigon turns to Gimli and starts to attack. Gimli, what is your action? I'm gonna punch him. <laughs> okay, roll roll me a, a punch. Okay. No modifiers, just a straight d20. Nineteen. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Hydreigon just falls to the ground, and he's just like, ah, "I've been punched, and it sucks." And then he explodes. Um, That's because Schmitt, you killed my friend. <laughs> Schmidt's lifeless body remains in three pieces on the floor. Oh, hey, Richie, how's it going? Great. I'm glad that we've concluded the one shot. Party wants to see this tweet that Garbanzo Beans tweeted, but I'm not seeing the tweet. It's a reply. Why is it a reply to a tweet? What is it? What did oh, I wait, reply it's to? A reply to a tweet? Wait, what did I reply to? Tweets and replies. Hilarious <laughs> like, if you just replied to something <laughs> random. <laughs> so, uh, Yoli's <laughs> Oh, shit. Why <laughs> so none of these museums have security. I'm, I'm going to take this tweet. Joseph's a misogynist. I didn't even really see that. That's so fucking good, dude. That's so fucking funny. I didn't realize I was still on someone's Twitter. It's so fucking funny. Don't delete it. Don't delete it, no. Dude, I already deleted the tweet, dude. God damn it. It's a mustard company, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking funny. Oh, shit. Holy shit. There's some guy who works there named Joseph. He's like, what? What did I do? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know this guy.